on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today, we're probably going to butcher a couple of words. Hey, we may insult a couple of countries. So it's a but you know what? Episode. We're doing it all for you guys, our Band, fans, and our listeners. The things that we do for them, right? Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> today's episode is a cider episode. Cool. We recently picked up a random collection of ciders, both domestic and some imported. So one of the key things that you have to know about cider is that cider is usually not made from the varieties of apples that you see in the grocery store. Correct. There are... No Granny Smith? No, no <laughs> Granny Smith involved. You no know, gala? With, no, no gala apples, mm. you know. Sometimes a gala. Fuji. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Oh, ho, ho. Wee, wee. Welcome to another suds segment where we don't discriminate. We'll drink just about anything you put in front of us. Mm -hmm. We may have our pinkies up or down, though, at the time. Joining me at the table today is good old boy, Sean. Hello, hello. Good to be back and ready to try some cider. <gasps> he Ooh. gave it away. He gave it away. Wow. He gave there it away. Oh, cigar no. right out the window. Darn it. No Darn cider for you. Up. Those of you that are still with us. <laughs> good old boy, Mike. Yes, I know. I'm still here. <laughs> I think it sucks. <laughs> Well, I mean, as you know, long as you had nothing else to do and hang oh out with my us. Gosh. I can't believe you bring that up. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew that was gonna bite me. Yep. 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 Could a boy Drew. Man. What? No. Uh, oh, hey. Sorry. Wasn't paying attention. Drew's getting his uh vocal yeah. words ready. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Cider la, 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 so much la, better la, la, with maple syrup. Good boy, Dave. Dave. <laughs> I am a cider drinker. I drink it all on the day. How much do we have the dropkick Murphys now? <laughs> These guys were the dropkick Murphys before the dropkick Murphys. Oh, yeah. We're going to pay the giants. Wow. Sorry. Okay. We, we should have done a snake bite for this episode as well. Oh, yeah. There's still time. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, Mike shutting us down. That's for the after show party. <laughs> no, you got to have the shamboard floater for yeah. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Wow. <laughs> that is the only way it's going to happen. Mm. Well, yeah. I am good old gal, Juliana. And today hey. we're 
probably going to butcher a couple of words. Hey, we may is... insult a couple of countries. So it's a but typical you know what? episode. We're doing it all for you guys, our Band, fans, and our listeners. The things that we do for them, right? Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> today's episode is a cider episode. Cool. We recently picked up a random collection of ciders, both domestic and some imported. No, Dave, not that one, that one. <laughs> he was going by the colors. What are you doing with your hands? Oh. <laughs> you said random. Well, mm. that, yeah, that might have been random. I was mimicking okay. your shopping process. Wow. Good old boy, Drew. Are you warmed up and ready for I the will, lineup um, today? I will do what I can. Bay, mama, I'm not 100% sure why you talked me into this. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the ciders that we'll be tasting today, and apparently I'm going to be singing them operatically because oh, while yes. we were discussing this, I, I revealed that, uh, you know, my fun fact is that I'm an operatic singer trained so I can sing in lots of languages. I don't know what any of them mean. So here we go. Olda Joy Berico Craft Basque Cider from Berezualta Astigaraga in Giposqua, Spain. 6% ABV. <laughs> yes, yes. Insider from Sidreria is it in Giposqua, Spain. 6% ABV. Segardo <laughs> Naturala from Isa Stegi Cider House in Tolosa. Spain, also 6% APV. <laughs> Cornaduai from Sideria, Manoir du Quinquise in Quimper, France, 5% ABV. Oh, that's a lightweight. Cider <laughs> Nouveau from Potter's Craft Ciders in Charlottesville, Virginia, Merca. Nine percent ABV. Yes, that's the uh, Porgy and Best version. <laughs> Farmhouse Drive from Potter's Craft Ciders in Charlottesville, Virginia. Dolly Parton, Marca. <laughs> Eight point four percent ABV. Sur la mer from ooh, true family cellars <laughs> in Elk, California. Marca. 7.5% APV. You know, I just yes. want to say yes. that uh, I'm I'm hard and I have an overwhelming Wait, desire to go to Sonic right now. I'm not really quite sure what it goes to. Popcorn chicken? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, it, uh, you know. Uh, I, I think the show <laughs> oh, is over. Oh, this is a family cider show, yes. Oh, Man, we are again. so over the rails right now. <laughs> Opera has absolutely I, uh, nothing to do with anything oh we're talking about. But why the heck not? It was yeah, fun. It was, yeah, you you did a much better job than I would have. So thank you, thank wow. you for taking one for the team there, Drew. Well, when you sing it, they can't tell you mispronounce it. That's the secret. Oh, well, you can I'm tell from his voice line. that Drew is not a kiss. I'm gonna try that in court <laughs> next week. You know, you are so hey. guilty. Hey, I don't fellas. believe any of the evidence against you. <laughs> I mean, if you can wear a wig in British oh, court, that's for sure, man. You know, can you imagine? Well, as it's like a, Hamilton goes to I know, Washington. As a solicitor, Smith? I don't get to wear the wig, so mm. you know, as only the barristers get to wear the wig. Mike so, only gets to wear the wig. At I home. agree. If there was anything that would actually step up in high court that would make it like entertaining, is if you turn it into an opera. You know. I think they uh, tried it. Be- it was called Cop Rock. I was like, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. 
I was like, I- I'd say you'd have a hard time finding a librettist, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. All right, boys. Let's good boy, Sean. Why don't we uh, get to the Suns ratings? <laughs> well done. All righty. We'll be discussing and rating these ciders with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Suds number one, the lowest rating. That sucks. Give me anything but an angry orchard. Hey. Yeah. Well. Shots fired. Cider boy. Fats for sure. <laughs> Suds too. Was that a belch or a woodchuck? Ooh, that's nice. Uh, Suds three. Ah, what a relief. Four. A body should really not make that sound. Unless it's good old boy Drew. Or Strongbow. And our top rating reserved for the best of the best, Suds 5. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Okay. Wow. That was awesome. That was good. That was, wow. a, that was a strong beginning to a it was. episode. How do I... It's all downhill from here. I don't know. Uh, I hope yeah. the cider can hold up to us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's get to the cider. And the first one is from Spain. It is the Ordajo Iberico Craft Basque Cider from... Sing it for Drew. Berezuarta Astigragara. Astigraga. I'm just guessing. My wife is Basque, so... Astigraga. Hey, seriously, if you can't pick up on all the names of these products today, they're in our show notes for the episode. You'll actually get to see how well we're butchering them. (laughs) So in other words, this is Spanish cider. From the place where the pigs eat the acorns and get turned into the most delicious ham in the world. (laughs) See. So certified organic, biodynamic, gluten-free, and all-natural Basque hard cider. So Basque is a county or region in Spain Whoa. in northwestern Whoa, Spain, right. I believe, in the Pyrenees Mountains uh, between France and Spain. Aren't they known for go. their separatists? Yeah. I was about to say. Well, actually, <laughs> there's actually two types. There's largemouth Basque and <laughs> smallmouth Basque. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey. Ben, once again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ben, ben, Don't again. go to Spain anyone yeah. from the show. Okay, so... No cider for you. Good boy, Sean. In terms of cider, cider is what? It's fermented apples. Fermented apple juice. As simple as that. So, rumor has it... Yeah, rumor has it we have a uh, BJCP certified cider judge. (laughs) So, one of the key things that you have to know about cider is that Cider is usually not made from the varieties of apples that you see in the grocery store. Correct. Um, there are no Granny Smith. No, no <laughs> Granny Smith involved. You no know, gala with no, no gala apples. Mm. You know, sometimes a gala. Fuji. And it, so, yeah. one of the difficult things that's happened with a lot of the cider industry over time is is that they have lost a lot of the varieties of cider apples that have been around for yeah. eons of time. And Those so this is, this is just a real tragedy that a lot of, you know, a lot of cider makers are really dealing with is that they simply cannot produce or recreate a lot of 
historic blends or uh, ciders that they've been making. It's been a combination of they've lost the varieties of the apples that they're working with, as well as the the yeast uh, components have been lost over time as well, because there hasn't been really good, you know, management of, you know, either one of those things over time. And so um, I, I know this really well. Our family owned a cider, uh, cider mill. And uh, I mean, I grew up with, you know, going to, you know, to the cider mill, you know, every summer and just would walk in there and it's just, you know, sticky sweet and walk really in awesome. there like you own the place. Yeah, I, I did. We did. So <laughs> give me the juice. So from the from juice. a young age. But I remember hearing a lot of the challenges, you know, that was happening kind of year over year um, because you slowly changed out a lot of the variety of apples to appeal towards, you know, a lot of the grocery produce crowd and we stopped you know actually making less and less you know apples that actually would work with the cider well and the other thing to know about apples and especially in particular the seeds is that every seed you find in an apple core is genetically different from not only the seeds nine times out of ten yeah, yeah right. not only from the seeds containing that core but also from the tree that it came from so um mm, you hybridization know, yes yeah. so the apple does fall far from the tree cool <laughs> <laughs> the genetic apple falls far from the tree. Crazy. Yeah. Can wow. you can you smack him for us? I can't reach him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she will later. Okay. Don't worry. So let's start getting into this. So this is a little cloudy. Yeah. We'll get into it after the and break. And we will after the break. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're taking a trip around the world with an apple in our hand. Mm, Johnny. Frickin' apple seed. So Fat I like guy. a little bit of the conversation we had there at the break. So Drew and I were talking about, you know, kind of what happened with the cider industry. Why is it just kind of, you know, a bit of a dwarf, you know, of of where it was? Because there were just hundreds of cider mills, you know, all across the globe. And I mean, seriously, you're down to probably, you know, 50, 100 cider mills, you know, globally. I Owned mean, it's, by yeah. the same 10 companies now? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I asked if it started with prohibition. Yeah, you know. no, it, it it really had to do with you know e- economic elements of supply and demand. Um, so Base moved. Yeah, the you know basically, I mean, cider was a bit more of a commodity, and you know there were yield management issues that you know really played in with a lot of the cider you know apples themselves i mean it was not unusual for you to lose a third of the crop you oh, know wow. for a variety wow. of reasons when i know like you know, uh, and weather i think, I think being organic biggest, before yeah. organic yeah. yeah like in ireland specifically there were certain uh blend or breeds Red or delicious. whatever that um <laughs> wow rude <Gosh. laughs> potatoes like <you> know? <laughs> like kind of like that has happened with some some wine grapes like if if yeah. a, an infection or whatever gets in there it can wipe it out and then like if you aren't able to bring that is it some of like the banana back. stuff like where it's all like every banana that we've eaten is all the same clone of the same plant for the um, last like 50 years? Well, I would like, definitely say the apples that you eat at the grocery store probably have been homogenized and genetically modified, you know, to the point that literally if I asked you guys, you know, how many variety of apples that you know, you'd probably hold up two fingers, Red Delicious and Granny Smith. So, Mac, you know, or Gala, maybe. So, yeah. If I had to throw lady. Us, Crips pick. I, not <laughs> you, Trendy. <laughs> yeah, you and I are a little expanded. But, um, Force apples? We're snobs. Is so, what he's the saying. thing I was telling Drew is that, you know, a lot of what led to the demise was, you know, a lot of a combination of just, you know, pricing, yield management, you know, with, with cider apples and then, you know, overall supply and demand. And a lot of that was displaced by 
beer. Mm. And so, you know, I guess the thing that's kind of sticking out to me is, are we kind of in the middle of the same situation where beer is being marginalized by hard seltzer? You know, consumer right tastes are shifting again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. so the you know woohoo girls are down to the point of going, I just don't like the grapefruit seltzer. Truly, <laughs> you know, oh. so bitter. Well, <laughs> yeah. what do you guys think about this first cider? Awesome cider. So I love the, this first the one. Spanish ciders it's very I well balanced. Two of the three that we have, I believe, we had to shake the bottle. I think this was one oh, wow. to to get all the poo off the bottom. Yeah, because <laughs> you want the poo. So this is a ser- what they're saying in the description is it's a seriously bone dry cider made from organic and biodynamic um, apples, heirloom apples in the Basque region of Spain, which is northern Spain. It's dry. Bio-dynamic. So I really love the mid palate of this particular cider is really the star of the show because it has that kind of thing where you want to scrape off, you know, the middle of your tongue where you're going, usually There's when you have an apple, you're like, mm-hmm. you know, I just mm-hmm. want to enjoy it a little mm-hmm. more and kind of scrape off the middle of my tongue. That's, that's spot on. That is really right where you want to be. I, the, the finishing off this is just, you know, kind of a little disappointing it's a little short um i kind of wanted a little bit more sugar to kind of hang around in my mouth um but i I mean i this is a very solid cider i guess uh question for me is this this would be considered a still cider yeah yeah i think so yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't say it's It didn't move at all. It didn't move when I put it in the glass. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> what do oh, wait, you, there it goes. <laughs> what do you mean by a still cider? Very little to Zero no carbon carbonation. Okay. Yeah. It's like, what, still, semi-still, semi-sparkling? Well, I mean, is this, yeah. is this, is, what do you say this is a still cider? And, and for those of us who don't, you know, understand the, the designations, like, you know, is this like a off a beer engine? You know, like cast beer, <laughs> right, like right. naturally, naturally fermented. Because I mean, there's a little bit of a something going on. I would say if there's the big mistake that I really see in serving ciders is specifically people throwing it on a CO2 tank, and they're doing that purely for the point of convenience, and then they screw up. You know, a lot of natural ciders. This is a natural cider we're enjoying right now, and you know, I think Deshaun's point, which is. Enjoy it the way that the cider, you know, maker actually, yeah. they want it yes. this way. Yeah. 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 No, this is very enjoyable. Yeah. Because yep. you can, you can make this cider the exact same way you make champagne or something, you know, mm. or a sparkling wine. Okay. We are going to rate the Ordaggio Iberico Basque Cider a four. Uh, Get some. Uh, great, great salvo. Yeah. Mm. I did not anticipate liking these as much as I am. I know, right? Yeah. Wow. See? Okay, the next one that we are going to try is the corn is, is the cornway? Cornholio? Well, cornway. <laughs> Cornwall? From France. Oui. Cornway? Born from the harmony of the soil, apple trees, and climate of the Breton coast. It is a golden cider with fruit aromas. To the eye, it presents a golden orange color, a generous and fine mousse, it says. Wow. Crystal clear. I mean. Yeah, it is beautiful. Golden, delicious. So golden cider is going to have more sugar in them. Um, so that was the, not only do they look different, but they should taste different. I mean, that should be like the very first thing on the front end of your so, palate is going, I feels like you have sugar right on the So at 5%, it's all still in it too, right? Yep. Okay. 
for sure. But it's not super sweet. I mean, there's definitely a sweetness no. to it, but there's an interesting oh, like earthiness to it almost. Smoky. Like yes, I'm thinking yes, like Lagavulin yes. and the Freud, like give me some band-aids and, and, and yes, you know the crazy yes. thing is, is I hate those types of schools. <laughs> oh, hates a strong oh. word. Hey, can you smack him? I'm, I can't get I'm more of a Highlands <sighs> or or okay, or space side guy. Okay, oh, you're a girl. Oh, oh, that's fine. Wait, um, that's rude. <laughs> Drew's um, a more challenge right now. <laughs> okay, you all right. I know you're from Russia too. It's on. <laughs> or Pennsylvania, whatever. I am the great cornholio. I need tippy for my bunghole. So I really love some things off of the off the tasting notes, you know, associated with this, and I really love the suggestion of enjoying this as an aperitif. Um, yes. Yeah. yes. If yes. there's anything that I would say right up front is this is a great way, you know, to uh, combine it with, you know, a, a meal as, as an aperitif. Or a cheese plate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This would be phenomenal with a cheese yes. plate with yeah. some nutty, creamy, and I'm very lactose intolerant. There's a complexity, <laughs> you know, with this that um, uh, it, it definitely feels like there's, you know, um, eight layers, you know, of apples that are with this. It doesn't really kind of feel very one-dimensional at all. And I really, that's one of the things I really enjoy about this particular. Um, there is some carb, uh, you know. Bit. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's probably light. on the semi, semi, you know, uh, semi side. But I've had sparkling water, you know, far more carbonated than. What do you think, JB? Why what do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? <laughs> I told them we are the got one. So to echo what you're saying, yes, it's very layered. This gives me like a balsamic-y kind of amaro-y kind of taste to it. You know, because when I think of amaro, it's very layered. And that's what I love so much 27 about 27 ingredients in average amaro, yes. At least, yeah. right? Right. So the ones you know about. So this is this is in that same family. I mean, this is not your Grocery store cider you by any said means. This is not your grandmother's Amaro. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I mean, for somebody, I do like, I like cider, but I'm not well versed in the complexities of cider. This is making me, you know, appreciate and want to want to have more i if mean i could yeah. never drink beer again and have ciders like these i'd probably be okay oh. well right i mean for as nerdy as we can be about our beer which yes we can be nerdy about that what you can Speak really i mean mm. this no nerds at this table the this side this this cider and even the one previous to that there's just so much more to it this is amazing i just i i think it's very fortuitous that we had these first two right next to each other because they could not be more dissimilar. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, both, out, both outstanding in their own unique absolutely. way. Yeah. The one thing I'm picking up here is uh, on the finish, there is a uh, um, element of bitterness um, and it has, you know, that uh, the bitterness that you would typically get, you know, from the, outside of an apple the skin of an apple and it's not off-putting i actually like that a lot you know <laughs> yeah. it reminds me that i'm having a cider it's right. you know yeah i'm not having a sparkling you know um white wine of some kind you know that has gone bad and it's golden 
Um, this has all the essence of the Apple, you know, about it. I, I love this. It's it's very complete. It's very balanced. Um, and I absolutely love that suggestion as an aperitif. I think that is a super super suggestion. Judge boy. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they open? Are they are they open fermenting these? Are they spontaneous? Typically? Um, I would say this is close fermentation. Uh, it's not mm. spawn. No, just curious. That route. I don't think it's quite that fun. There's enough funk. There's, an, there's just a little there bit. Is, there's the last one, too. It's maybe something on the, that on the left apples. behind on the apple. Sure, yeah. it's sure. It's just not quite out-competed enough. You know, some ciders are actually, you know, fermented out in photos. Um, you know, where are you actually going to pick up, you know, some, uh, some funk over time? But uh, that's, you know, I would say that's the exception now. Just, gotcha. I mean, the pure cost of, you know... Having you know photos around right now, yeah. Sean's going maybe in Basque country. Let's see, you know. stainless steel tank, eight thousand dollars. Photo, a thirty grand. Right. Yeah. Well, so they, they usually one for five thousand years. <laughs> <might> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Would that be like a Basque tub? Oh, oh. Hey. oh. wow, yeah. wow, yeah. Well, the Cornouet from Cidrerie Manoir du. Cidery. Kinkies. Manoir du Manoir du Kinkies. Yes, right. That is my guess. Kinky right. boots. Um, this beautiful French cider, we huh. are going to rate a five. Wow. Send me more, please. Send me more. Yeah. I am going to line this up with a meal soon. Nice. I'm, yeah. I'm going looking for this at, yeah. at, at my liquor store. Seriously. I'll tell you where to get it. But mm. Please. I'll tell you where I got it anyways. All right. What's so, next, bud? Oh, good old boy, Mike. Yeah, so uh, we have a topic here worth discussing today about Canadians. What you know? Canadians. Seriously, um, what do they know about apples? Have you heard? Have you heard about it? Have you heard about it? There the is a shortage. Reserve. There is a strategic reserve of something in Canada. Canada taps its strategic reserves to deal with massive shortage of. Wait, 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 wait. Maple syrup. I was going to say good hockey, but you know, <laughs> that's they've not been, happening. They've been struggling with Definitely that for a little not. while. They've been struggling with both these for a while. So, yeah, um, you know, the Canadian Quebec maple syrup producers, Quisay Mafia, uh, recently the announced Québécois. it was releasing 50 million pounds of strategic maple syrup reserves. Please call the people at Cracker Barrel. What percentage of, of the reserves <laughs> is 50 million barrels? It's like a third, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's about half their total stockpile, believe it or not. And Quebec produces about 70% of the world's maple syrup. So next time you drift into Quebec, Sean, it's like, so what kind of business are you into? I'm in the maple syrup business, man. Import, export. What do you want to know? <laughs> got a couple of cases. I know. Fell off I, the got, back I got of a couple truck. of gallons in my <laughs> bag. You know, like, but seriously, like the United States, we have a strategic oil reserve. The Canadians you, have a strategic maple, maple syrup, syrup reserve. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, really? Are they, you, they, you know, they got their priorities. I, you know, are you packing I, I some well, They also <laughs> have a strategic poutine <laughs> reserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. The gravy. Are they holding yeah. it hot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the big problem is that that actual worldwide demand jumped 21%. Who's to blame for that? Probably American breweries making maple no, stouts. No, no. no whiskey, whiskey companies doing maple barrel finishes. That uh, I can believe, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. So Norwegians, we should blame them. Anyway, uh, so um, maple syrup is made from sap maple trees, if you didn't know that, uh, by inserting a metal tap into the tree's trunk. Um, and then they, 
it involves usually a systematic pla- plastic tubing. It's interesting if you ever walk into, you know, a maple syrup farm. It really looks like above ground irrigation. <laughs> yes, system. it does. You yeah, know, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you see all this stuff going all over the place. Uh, so, so are there any like environmental um, like activists that like that, strip like, mining protests? Like, yeah, you're. Plunging a metal a piece of metal into Oddly a tree no. against yeah. his will. So uh, our family actually does have a maple syrup farm. You know, um, up so you got Vermont. out of the apple yeah. cider business? No, it. We still need they're doing sort of ish. Yeah, apple cider. Um, <laughs> so I've walked through they there a maple. few times. It is kind of. It's really interesting. It's fascinating business. I think the thing that I'm really shocked about is definitely the price. I'm like. Wow, you, you know, are we selling crack cocaine here or what? Uh, well, I know, so, like, well, they just uh, change the grading system. I mean, I thought maple syrup too. is the crack cocaine. Of oh, Canada. it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I had a national sport that I sucked at that bad, I would. Well, you talking you about know, uh, what's the one with the broom? Curling. curling. Yeah. Yep. So you need our, to adopt get, that. Getting, getting drunk on the maple hooch Absolutely. and go curling. I know. Uh, I want to be the president of make curling the national sport of Canada. Make so. curling great again. Yeah, <laughs> please. So I know like Juliana has brewed some maple stouts in the past. And that's where we found out like there are a couple of different grades of maple syrup and the, yes. the there's well, like just the, changed the grading too well, recently. It, it changes yeah. based on so the grades tend to follow the harvest. So oh. you get a lot of sugar flowing that's the top grade the early part of the season where there's not as much sugar flowing that's usually the grades that are lower and the I grades to, that are lower are usually the ones that people brew with because you don't necessarily and want to find the a lot of food yeah. products i yeah. used to buy exclusively grade b maple syrup for my pancakes and everything else because it was always super dark very maple intense flavor i always equated it to olive oil pomace olive oil which is when they're expressing like the yep. seeds and the stems and there's nothing more it's olive like orange flavor wine. right yeah. you and, know? No, and so, it's not just a big sugar rush yeah you, you yeah. pay more for extra virgin that tastes like nothing but you, you know you pay so that i don't know that's curious well this is not the first time that quebec's maple syrup reserves has actually made headlines guess what happened Oh, there was a big heist. That's exactly right. Were there barrels involved? (laughs) There were 3,000 tons of maple syrup were stolen from the stockpile over the course of months. The value of the heist was estimated at 19 million Canadian dollars. That's like what's cut it and distributed it on the bottom. Like 75 American dollars. Was that metric tons? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know, can can we get a rim shot, please? You know, I mean, seriously. That's what's feasible. So anyway, so uh, listen, next time you enjoy, uh, you know, your maple syrup, realize it's their entire mafia behind it. Their strategic reserves were tapped for your pancakes. Yeah. And now we return back to cider. Don't wreck our show, you hoser. (laughs) Okay. Let's go to the United States and let's go to Charlottesville, Virginia. The next one that we are going to talk about is Cider Nouveau from Potter's Craft Ciders. This one so far is the highest ABV. Um, it Merry is. Christmas, it Potter. is a very. It's a very <laughs> darky like. It's a rosé style cider. Yeah, it's yeah. very red. Yeah. Fermented on Petite Verdot and Merlot grape skins Ooh. from the King family vineyards. It's aged in French oak, mm-hmm. and uh, this is from October of this year. So absolutely, the first thing you pick up on is uh, which one of these things doesn't look like the other. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. 
Um, and the thing that's bringing that around is absolutely the wine barrel is bringing a lot of the, not only the color variation that we're having here, but it's actually bringing around a lot of the whole experience. Sugars are very different in this. Yes. There's some great tannins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the grape definitely comes through on this. It definitely feels like a crossover cider for sure. Like, you know, something's wrong, but something's also right. Yeah. I really want to serve this with yeah. me. Like, I'm I'm just running through my head like, what would I pair this with? Yeah. Mm. It's amazing that this is a cider. Wow. Like, I got like a lot of cheeses bouncing through my head. For sure. Yeah. Well, I, say, I well, said cheese plate like for the first one. Gave mm, up more being this a one. cider mm. at some point. Yeah. I've already. Mm. Yeah, yes, for sure. So yeah. mm. you guys we'll this, ponder this over the break. Okay. Yeah, this is really, really tasty. We'll be back with this cider from Charlottesville in just a minute. Unless we wanted to bring up Applejack. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe not. Really? You had to go there. Welcome back, everyone. Today we got apples in our pockets and we are on a hunt for some really good cider and this something new yeah and something new so the cider that we were talking about right before the break is from essentially our backyard in charlottesville virginia it is the cider nouveau from potter's craft ciders this is okay so up to this point our ciders have been traditional blonde colors this one is a beautiful rosé and what we were talking about during the break is despite all the different flavor profiles that we've had up to this point, the apple is still there and it's still prominent. Like, so, you know, you're getting a cider, but for somebody that doesn't like wine, I think this is an amazing alternative for them. You know I, what I mean? The thing I'm getting up front is a lot of the tannins, um, you know, sure. and the barrel, but yeah, the like apple is like it was right, right behind. It. I don't. I can't believe it. It had been on there more than six months. Color wise, yeah, definitely I, not. It had to be a short period of time. Yeah, and it's also it's funny. It's the first uh, American cider we've had, and it's like almost double strength. Well, right. it's old world. I think yeah. the thing yeah. I, I like about this too. is the reduced sugar. You know, off mm. this, there is yeah. barely any sugar in the mid palate of this, this at all dry, very dry. Dry. but i yeah. also the first thing that comes to mind isn't that it's dry no like, like yeah, it's I'd, not i'm not saying it's dry that, for sure I'm not but saying it's like, in a wow, way that i dry. really don't just, like that well, i, I think, like no. that the carbonation probably plays a little bit into that oh. that experience if i had to take a guess and i'm guessing sure hey your guess is as good as mine mm. This is this is gorgeous. Yeah, this is so nice. Um, we are going to rate the Cider Nouveau from Potter's Craft Ciders a four. Uh, Strong uh, cider today. Coming, bringing okay. heat. I'm not cuvaing any so of this. So now no. we're no. going. No. <laughs> now we're going to go back to Spain, and this is another six percent ABV cider again from the basque region this is sagardo naturala and this is another one we had to shake up in the bottle before we opened it so it has an effervescence that it that is immediately apparent in the pour it is a strong it has a strong oyster-like minerality that comes across on the palate i don't know if i'd go with oyster well i think the oyster kind of is an off-putting term but there is a minerality in it. Oh, for sure. I'm with Dave. Yeah, that yeah. is totally where I'm. Got some rock 
peak uh, yeah. uh, river rock in my mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, if, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever had like an oyster, an oyster. doza. Um, yes. like from, from or oyster uh, stouts. Or, yeah. yeah, you get that kind Probably of. Probably been tortured with it. <laughs> well, this has definitely the sour characteristic that of of like a goza or something like that. That's for that's sure. kind of where yeah, my mind kind of goes. A, yeah, a slight uh, tart salinity, yeah. funk. Yes. No. What do you think of that bad idea, Mike? I think it was a bad idea. <laughs> Whatever. Are you talking to yourself? Yeah, sort of. Yes. Well, uh, no one so else will. I um, I really love the mid palette, you know, off of of this one as well, and it is unlike any of the others that we've had so far. Yeah, so like Sean is over the here. The trend is that nothing is, is like yeah. the other. Yeah. Like if you were to ask me if if one of these could be open fermented or they did something be, funky with it, no, this is the one I would do. I don't Just know. It's so. so consistent in the way that it's funky, though. It almost, I would see, I would say they inoculated it. Yeah, a hundred percent. So uh, the thing that uh, again the the sugars are things I tend to think about. You know, and I don't mean to sound repetitive in talking about where it is. You know, with each of these, it's on the front end, but it, it is very, it is very faint. You know, in terms of a lot of the sugars, the thing that's really kind of shining through is that uh, minerality, you know, component in the in the mid palate here. Um, this is definitely something that you want to eat something with this. Um, you know, I would probably enjoy this with a really great pasta dish. I would, paella. I would yeah, paella would would, would work really well. Something very heavy tomato um, mm. you know, based. This is a great pizza cider, I think. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, this nice, is plenty of anchovies on there. Pizza. Yeah. Well, this is very indicative of Spanish cuisine. I mean, like I could I could understand why this is made Give me some tapas with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I let's care. let's just Anything. work. Yeah, I mean, Anything we can tapas. hang out at Peninsula and just run the gamut. With I think this. of like, all the ciders I mean? we've yeah. had so far, this is one of those ciders that it needs something else alongside of it to really enjoy it as much. Sure, because it has that cleansing quality component yeah. about it. And I, I think even as we're sitting here, just kind of enjoying it all by itself, and like dying for a cracker or a you know piece of cheese or something else, some charcuterie, yeah, some barico ham, yeah, I just uh, it it needs a it needs a companion on the palate, you know, sure. to yeah. really enjoy it, it. It needs a companion, but again, so completely different than anything else that we have, and the minerality is just blowing me away. Like it's. It's light and it's funky, but it's delicate and it's yummy. And we are going to rate this one, the Sagarda Naturale, a four. Uh, 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 Some heavy hitters. Wow. Okay. We're going back to the United States now. And we're going back to Charlottesville. This is the Sur La Mer from the Drew family cellars. Yes. This is in Elk, California. Oh, sorry. No Elk, relation. California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the other one. Sorry. A light and refreshing dry cider made like a traditional sparkling wine and containing notes of citrus, green apple, quartz, and subtle saline notes indicative of the coastal proximity to them. Interesting. Now, the Drew, they they are mostly a vineyard. Um, they, they make a lot of wines. Yes. But uh, apparently they decided to take a swing at some cider. We are very um, 
shall we say, uh, uh, Renaissance people. We Drews. And not uh, unusual yeah. because, you know, a lot of the same equipment that you use for winemaking really, you know, uh, comes over and across, you know, in terms of uh, cider making as well. Really kind of the fruit crush is probably the big thing that's very different um, piece of equipment. But in terms of fermentation and, you know, racking, big you know, bats, cider and barrels, anything else, I mean, yeah. it's not so really terribly different. So do you think the similarities between winemaking and cider making are what drew them to try ha, it? Ha, ha. I am betting that they had a back 40 of their property where they had a certain variety of cider apples and they just been trying to figure out there. I think there was probably like a third child who was like, I want to get in the family. The railway comes like, down no, from no, Washington. No, no. Yeah. I'll make apple cider. Mm. What do you guys think about this, man? It's pretty good. This is delicious. It is so far my least favorite of the flight, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. Is it is it is it more just like what you normally think of a, yes. a cider? It's yeah, like it's straight, a bit basic, kind of straightforward, deliciously basic, like a basic bitch. You know? mm, I mean, there's no dog to this, <laughs> um, you know. Definitely the uh, so the carb component around this is you know probably the most. I, I think probably the most endemic element of saying, oh, yeah, this is a cider because it's, it tastes like spark, oh, yeah. sparkling, you know, uh, I popped you know, a cork out of this. Yeah. Is, the, cage. is the carbonation part of the drying effect on this one for you guys? Mm, not really. You know, for me anyway. Yeah. I think it's probably whatever apple it is. Um, this is definitely probably the most green apple we've had Granny so Smith. far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not full blown Granny Smith. It's not more sugar. that tart. Crab apples. Um, it's crab apple, mm, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, crab apples are a lot more we bitter know. than this. Yeah. Yeah. You would never have yeah. crab apples in a in a cider. It's like some Anderson apple or something like yeah, that. I can buy that. Yeah. But the uh, definitely, uh, I, I think the the mid palate here is is totally the green apple, you know, tart component that is kind of right there in the heart of this. I think the uh, I, I think the fact that this one is carved up. This is one of those things that you pull off the shelf when somebody says, I want a cider. And they don't know anything about a cider. This is totally what you serve up, you know, um, to say no that will absolutely hit yeah. the target. You won't be overwhelmed. You won't go, well, this is too much or too little or whatever. It's middle of the road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's solid. It's a solid. So if you had a, a yeah. Sauvignon yeah. Blanc or a Riesling drinker and all you had was this, this would go great for them too. Yeah, sure. I, I, I like that. You know, I think that's a good way of looking at it. Is, well, I think you if know, you were going to a, uh, you know, like a winery visit in California and you wanted to try a cider, this is probably what you get. Oh, for so, sure. Very wine like. Yeah. yeah. Um, in essence, good apple flavor and then that saline on the end to like help dry it out. Yeah, I think is yummy. We are going to rate the Sur La Mer from Drew Family Cellars in California a three. Nice job, Drew. I do my best. <laughs> okay, going back to Spain, we are now going to the Is Cider. Is? From Sideria Zeta. We sure is. 6% ABV, um, made from 100% locally grown apples from their <sighs> apple trees and other farmhouses along the Urola coast. I want to move here. It's interesting going from that last one back to this one. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just so dramatically different. Yes. Wow. And not to say that the last one was bad or right. that this one is yep. so just like amazingly yep. better, but. Yeah, I'm getting some of the phenolic notes that we had in the, the one earlier. Yeah, this is good. It's tasty. Juliana, what do you got? Love. 
Um, I don't get the salinity, obviously, that we had in the last one. I'm getting a little balsamic acetic, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, on there, which I like. It's it's reminding me again of another Amaro, just in the layers um, on this, and the apple still just shines. I mean, because it's true apple, and it's, yet different from right. all of the other apples that yeah. we have already had. Yet still unexplainably, kind of man, the, on the nose, it's, it's almost like a Flanders. Like if you were to think of yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 it is. But I'm not. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm not sad about it at all. And this mm. really makes me appreciate ciders because you know the grocery store version of a cider that you can get is just so sweet. Oh, yeah. It almost ta- you know, and it's so artificial. I but mean, for the novice, you think that oh, this is just what apple cider is, and this is you know, and this is great. But then you get into this and what we've been tasting and my palate is just blown away because there's so much more complexity of what an heirloom yeah. cider can be and it's not uh, just apple juice with booze in no it. You gosh know what I mean? no Which is what no, no, no. Are. so much of that right i mean not you, necessarily on the show but if you've tried a cider in america no, i mean in, local, in general yeah. in general yes yeah. and local to anywhere in the u.s yeah. sure sure no this is gorgeous to me so. this one has a taste profile i would describe as like an upside down you where it's kind of like hanging off the side of your tongue and you kind of, you feel the bitterness component that's kind of riding on the outside, kind of like a set of guide rails. And yet you still have the, the sugar and the tart component that's kind of flowing right over, right, 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 now. Now. right. right over the mm-hmm. middle of this. And yeah. so it's this very interesting, you know, uh, balance you know between all of those and i think that it's the choice of the variety of apples that's really absolutely bringing this all around so you know i i always i had this interesting discussion with somebody you know really recently is this about skill or is this about ingredients both um you know and yeah Yeah. and so to me this is something that the ingredients are bringing around actually we had the conversation with dave skill to know not to mess with the ingredients this is one of those things where you kind of step out of the way let let the product speak for itself and you know say the only thing i can do is screw this up i just need to execute the process Well, this is why you can only get certain things from certain places yeah too if more cider was like this jeez yeah Yeah. And I love how you're saying about how the sweetness is in the middle of the tongue and it's just going straight down. And as I'm, as this is sitting on my tongue, I'm like scraping the side uh, of my cheeks because I'm getting that little bitterness and I want want that. I want that mix and I'm making like my own cocktail in in my mouth, so to speak. Yeah. This is the one cider we had in the mix that, you know, definitely has a lot of the bitterness components that is riding kind of through, you know, the side of it all. So, you know, I, I love the choice of, of apples with this. Really yeah. great. This is yeah. beautiful. So the Is Cider from Spain, we are going to read a five. So I'd like to let everyone know Mike has agreed to send us all a field trip to Basque, Spain. Um, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll warm up cider the yes. again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last but certainly not least, we are going back to Potter's Craft Ciders Mark. in Charlottesville, and we're going to do the Farmhouse Dry. Super cool. This one is 8.4% ABV, pale gold and effervescent with pronounced fruit aroma. Wow. 8.4? Mm-hmm. 8.4. Cider? 
Oh, yeah. that's America. And they're using Gold Rush. Wrecked them down there, killed them. Albemarle, Pippin, Old Virginia, Wine Sap, Apples. Isn't that so like stuff? The first one that told never, us what apples. Yeah. I, I, I will call that out right now. It's no interesting, but I didn't, I, I actually get the honeydew kind Gold of like Rush. right off the nose, man, you know. I, very yeah, much I love the Marlboro, New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Wow, so melon. very different. This is like a blend of melons in your mouth. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, this is cantaloupe and honeydew and every kind of, you know, everything wow. in the cantaloupe family. Uh, family. You know, kind of just dancing all over you. But this the apple's like there different. too, though. It's like, that's what's so crazy. You know, but you know, like, a it's a nice finish for this flight to yeah. me. It's because it's it's such a break so from dramatically it's, different. It's clean Very enough bright. as well. You know, it, it's almost palate cleansing too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is, yeah, this yeah, is Very neat. light, refreshing. Not farmhouse in the way that I would mm. like a farmhouse beer. No, you know, no. This is not a saison no. of a no. cider. No, no, I was expecting to you know something salad, a little funky. You know, yeah. Yeah. So the farmhouse dry from Potter's Craft Ciders. We are going to rate a four. And if I may say, I mean, I think wow, this has been such a great flight. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Good. I yeah. really love the variety of everything that we went through, you know, in this discussion. I'm going um, to buy all of these. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely that minerality one. It's like, <laughs> well, even know. the ones that were from a similar region were still different. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Great flight. And well, that is going to do it for today with us. And what an amazing, amazing flight. Um, where am I? We hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> if you are listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap, Give it a little tappy. tap the tap, subscribe tap. button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry, play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our Tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day. Our handle on there is at Sipsud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll be able to interact with the thousands and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Hey, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Five stars. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I wish you kind of sung that. <laughs> <laughs> good old boy Sean thanks so much for being here great to great to be here and it's good to uh, revisit ciders it's been a while so yeah, yeah cheers cool. good old boy Mike hey I would really encourage you to embrace one product out of today's flight step outside your uh, your norm and uh, pick up one of these I'll ask you to come back and enjoy another great episode of Sip Suds and Smokes and to keep on sipping good old boy Drew here you are, stuck in the middle with Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Is it with maple syrup? <laughs> Good boy, Dave. Sticky. I'd like to echo what Mike said and ask you all to hug a cider. Yeah. Aww. Ciders yes. need love too. That's right. They do. And we certainly have had a good variety of cider today. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Keep on chuggling, grab some cider, and we'll see you on the next one. Is that an apple in your pocket? Or are you happy to see me? <laughs> mm, Johnny. This-
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time. 